Welcome to the Center Podcast. Um, my name is Garth Wheeler. No, it sounds weird. Like my that sounds Garth- good. Really? It sounds natural. Yeah. Okay. Um, like welcome to the like welcome to the Center Podcast. My name is Garth Wheeler. I'm so excited to start this journey. Um, just really just diving into um, just life and our experiences with Jesus, our personal experiences with Jesus, alongside guests like Jaden, <laughs> um, and really just. Honestly, not only just building relationships, but really bringing Jesus into more conversations, bringing Jesus into um, just honestly more people's lives. Because like I want people to stumble across this. I want people to listen to this and just know, most importantly, that they are like they are seen and that Jesus loves them. Yeah. But also that there's people out there that are young and that are on fire for the Lord and that they are so passionate about living a life that's really just like pleasing to God. Yeah. So I think that's good. I think I like that. I think we did it. I think that I, I, I honestly just might use that. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> okay, great. Um, But Jaden, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Dude, I'm so excited about this. It's going to be good. This has been, as I've said five different times, like this is something that's been in the works for a long time. And it's just, it's so cool to see the first person to come on this podcast is you. Yeah. Right? I like, feel honored like, to be that I mean, first one. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm honestly speechless, which isn't a good thing because I need to talk. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, I'm just so blown away just by the ways that God has provided for this podcast and also just the ways that he has really grown in, like, he's really put relationships in my life personally, yeah. even before providing the podcast. And, like, those relationships that he provided beforehand have just been, like, f- putting their energy and their time into this podcast with me. Yeah. I mean, I knew about this two days ago. I knew that this was something you were doing, but yeah. me being involved, even on like a, a back end of it, two yeah. days ago, I was like, hey, if you need help, let me know. Yeah. And the like, next day you I were do. like, actually, I need a guest. Yeah. How, dude, how did that make you feel? Uh, I think in the moment I just said yes, and I didn't really think about it. Yeah. It wasn't until like last night and this morning, I was like, oh, I'm going to actually have to talk. Yeah. people are going to listen to that. Right, right. And, you know, just hello to everyone who is listening and watching this. I mean, a lot of you that are watching have really, um, like, you've supported the podcast and you've supported me. And so, first of all, I just want to say thank you so much. And for those of you who I don't know, I'm so excited to get to know you. I'm planning on not only just doing the podcast, but, like, live streaming, doing, like, um, Instagram live streaming, like, just doing doing anything I can to really like engage an audience because the truth is it's not about views and it's not about like how big can I build my audience like these are human beings right yeah. like these are people who are living day-to-day life just like us and we just happen to kind of just put ourselves out there and just be like listen like we're dealing with this and we're not alone right yeah um but yeah I mean Jaden tell us tell I, I say tell us I don't even know how many people are listening <laughs> but <laughs> I guess just like, um, like just explain more of like what your personal relationship with Jesus, um, was like, and I can share mine too. And you know, this isn't like yeah. an interview. This isn't me interviewing yeah. you. This is literally just two guys <laughs> just who love the Lord coming together and just sharing our personal testimony and personal experiences with God. And yeah, yeah. Uh, I grew up in church. I think as did you as well. Mm-hmm. Um, which very stereotypical pastor's kid story like it wasn't my own faith it was just kind of my parents faith i'd 
engaged in it to a degree, but I never really had that personal connection until much later on. Right. It honestly wasn't until I would say like I was conscious of it being my own thing mm-hmm. till about the last three years and not near as much of an, a deep actual meaningful relationship up until probably the last year, which has been a really cool journey for me. Yeah. Um, kind of getting to see and like look back on like, Oh, like the things my parents did growing up or like the things I right. saw. It's like, Oh, well, like that actually was a cool thing. That I got to be a part of it when back then it just was another thing that I saw my parents do. It's like, Oh yeah, they're, Praying like, yeah, we do that every day. Like, right. but now it's like, no, like that was shaping me right. to who I was, and I had no idea. Right, exactly. And like you, I also have just like over this past year, have just experienced the Lord in such a new way. Yeah. Like, <clears throat> and when I say new way, I mean like actually giving myself to Him and being like, you are the most important thing in life, and like you are everything to me. And not just being that Sunday or Wednesday night thing, yeah. right? Because, like you said, pastor's kid, like, grew up Christian. Like, we went to youth group. We, oh, yeah. you know, went every to week. Sunday school every week, right? And we worshipped and we sat in these small groups. And, but, we, I mean, we never, but we never truly engaged. No. Like, this week alone has been crazy. I went, as you know, I went to the Merge, which is this thing. Um, it's called the Merge in Nashville. And it's just this huge worship night for college students. And, um, and just young adults. And I went and just the worship there was insane. Like the college kids who were there, like their, their heart and their passion for the Lord was unlike anything I'd ever seen. And I, I, in that moment, I realized like there's a fire in these, in these kids that are my age that I don't have and I want. Right. Yeah. And that's just caused me to really pursue Jesus on a whole new level. And what's cool is ever since that happened, like God called me to go there that night and when i say god called me like he called me through other people yeah so three different people um our manager Mm. um told me to go to the merch um my mother told me to go to the merch and one of our customers told me to go to the merch and she was actually there and all three of them told me to go in the exact same day thank and so I was like, okay, God, like this must be from you. <laughs> message right? received. Yeah, exactly. Message received, heard, sent, and yeah. I've received it. Um, and so I was like, okay, like I'm, I'm going to make this a commitment. I don't want to go. Like these are, these are dozens of college kids who I don't know, and I'm going yeah. by myself. Like this is super sc- scary for me, and I'm an extrovert. So like I thought I was going to be fine, but I walked up and I was like, oh my gosh, like Lord help me. <laughs> like it was just, it was just so, it was just so um, overwhelming. But yeah being there and like seeing that like that's exactly what god wanted to show me and since then like i've stumbled across videos like social media isn't all that bad because i stumbled across a video of this guy explaining and he was just like listen like we don't you know our 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 relationship with jesus is not based off of feelings it's based off of faith so you have faith that jesus is in this room right now like you have faith that he is here and that he is working like you don't have to feel anything or see anything like you have faith and you're telling yourself like no like i don't care my doubts, like what, like whatever my doubts are, like I'm putting those away. Like I have faith that Jesus is moving right now. Yeah. That's good. And, and but that was literally like a day after I went to the merge. Yeah. And I really think that that shaped that, that, that really shaped me. And so I just thought that was really cool. But, yeah, um, that is, I mean, speaking of doubts, like we all have doubts, right? Yeah. About Jesus, about our faith. Like it's, it's such an interesting thing what we believe. 
like the old Testament, the new Testament, like these things are crazy. And like, like I'm, you know, I want to be bold enough to say that like, it's crazy, Yeah. but it's crazy amazing. And it's also just, it's, it's unlike anything that I've experienced personally. Like, but like what kind of, what kind of doubts have you experienced throughout your walk with Jesus as well that like would be beneficial for someone who might be doubting right now? Yeah. I mean, I think it, I said, I, w- I was going to say stereotypical, but that's also me growing up in church. Mm-hmm. It is the stereotypical, but also outside of it, this might not be that common. Yeah. Just like going through hardships in life, it's very, very easy to immediately begin to question. And I'd say from a young age, like I, that was always something I wondered. Mm-hmm. It never was to the point where I was like, screw this. Like I'm done doing this. This isn't right. working. Like it, but it definitely was like, okay, like this is not a good thing. Like why, what, what is happening? Like, why is this? Yeah. And I think some of that comes down to your approach and how you deal with hardships and challenges. If you use them, to your advantage and learn from them, grow from them. Like just try and find one good thing. Mm -hmm. That's always one thing I've tried to do is like when a scenario goes south Mm. is like, yeah, sure. You can complain about it for five minutes. Set a timer, give yourself five minutes, vent, get it out. Then like, okay, can I control this? Do I have any impact on it? Mm. And if your answer is no, then that's your answer. You don't have anything you can do. Like give it to the Lord. Right. And find peace with it right but if you can then take those steps um hmm. i kind of just started rabbit trailing a bit no I lost no i love that i love that um that's amazing i mean that's that's true i mean you're not living based off those emotions like you're like you're feeling this thing you're like okay like let me actually think about this and dissect this let yes. me not just go off of my emotions right and in in that as well like find find a positive thing that mm-hmm. happened so i think growing up whether or not i realized i was doing this i did tend to like oh, okay, like this bad thing happened. Mm-hmm. Oh, but then like, look at what came out of this. And I think yeah. I'm more aware of that now mm-hmm. than I was previously. Just kind of looking back, like in the moment, I had no idea why I was dealing with what I was. Yeah. But now I'm like, no, like that strengthened me, that deepened the relationship. Like oh, I have a much man. better appreciation for when things do go well now because I'm like, I know what it's like yeah. on the other side of it. Right. So I think just kind of trusting that like it genuinely is in his hands. Right. Absolutely. And the cliche saying like, Oh yeah, the God's got control. Like, no, that's it's true. true. It's true. It's true. <laughs> like, yeah. It's, like, it's cliche. You hear it. It's a it's cliche true. because it's true. And it, right. like it, that's genuinely what you have to approach with it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. There's something that you said that I was going to comment about, but I forgot. <laughs> um, um, it was, Oh, Oh yeah. It was, it was just about like, like the hardships, right? Like yeah. you were just, you were talking about that. And one thing that I learned actually at this church was that life is oftentimes like seasons. Like God is, God is so amazing and how he like literally the creation that he made mirrors life itself and it is life itself. But, and let me, let me go deeper in this because that's kind of confusing Yeah, is there's four seasons, right? Mm -hmm. Like we go through each season each year and in life we all deal with, highs and lows Mm -hmm. and but the thing about seasons is there's always they're always changing which means that the next season is always going to come after the season that you're in yeah and it's and same with highs and lows it's like when you're at a low 
you could go through a low, but also you're eventually going to hit a high. Like yeah. it's not going to stay low for the rest of your life. And that's a promise by God. It's like, no, like he has, he has plans for you and he wants to see you prosper and he loves you. So it's like, if you're going through hardships right now, like there are better days coming and like there, the, the season is going to change. You might be in winter right now, but spring is right around the corner. Yeah. You know, no pun intended because it's spring right. now. <laughs> we're going into spring. Yeah. Um, it's cool. I like also thinking about that. Like I, I like it. This is no news that like, mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Like you have a better season coming ahead of you. But even like, I find it very easy when I hear other people say that to be like, Oh yeah. Well like that's probably cause you're in a high, right. you're just in a low, sure. you get it loud. But like, even for me, like, there's things I'm walking through right now that, like, it is the low season. Oh, yeah. But, like, being diligent to talk about and, like, ev even just the physical act of saying it out loud, like, there is a better season ahead. I just have to keep going. Mm -hmm. Like, that in and of itself is giving me, like, yeah, come on. Like, you know you right. know that it's going to get better. Right. Like, don't get in your head about it. Oh, yeah. It's going to get better. Yeah. It's, it's not going to stay bad. Um. But, I mean, can we just address the fact that this is happening? <laughs> I know, right? Like, it, it's insane. Like, just the ways that God has really just worked in, in and through this. Like, like this, is, this is honestly something that I, you know, I want to see grow and yeah. just hit new heights with. Um, because... Man, personally for me, I'm on this walk trying to discover, you know, more about who Jesus is, like hearing from him in my day-to-day -day walk. And the thing is, like, I don't have it figured out, right? Like, yeah. I, I'm not sitting here, you know, pretending that I have everything sorted out because I don't. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not high and mighty here. Like, yeah. I, I'm, I'm telling you, like, I'm going to learn things while, on, while doing this podcast. I'm going to grow while doing this podcast and like you know in a year from now i'm going to be a totally different person but hopefully it's still doing the podcast yeah and it's like i i'm not here to like i want to teach people who haven't really heard about jesus but i'm not here to like try and be better than other people it's like no like i genuinely have questions and like you know that's that's the reason for guests right like that's why yeah. i'm bringing you on is because you have had certain life experiences that i have not experienced mm -hmm. and every single human being's life is different uh, there's a lot of similarities, but uh, but there's no like you know mirrored life. Yeah, like, you do not have the exact same life I do, and right. vice versa. So you have things to share that I don't, and vice versa. So, um, but when it comes to like creative work like this, um, like you like, what um. I guess my question would be um like, a big reason why I did this is because God calls us to like, make disciples of all nations, mm -hmm. and you know He called Peter to not to not fish with fish he called to um to go and fish men like he was he's called to go and gather men um men and women and children to jesus and so you know when you when you think of that like what what do you think of because i know that you you lead worship like you do stuff like that so less less leading but um, <laughs> involved in I involved guess. in yeah. yeah uh no yeah i kind of grew up doing that too like my parents were the worship pastors, and so from a young age, whether or not it was nepotism, mm -hmm. do you want to use that word? It might sound Nep worse, worse, worse <laughs> than it actually was, but 
like I was given the opportunity to play on like youth teams and eventually right. like the main stage for drums and guitar. Yeah. Um, which is pretty cool. Yeah, it was it was really cool. I, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Um, yeah. More recently, there was a very long season where not only did I not do it, but I kind of was turning away from it just because I, other than my parents, I had not seen that be like something that was a long-term thing for people. Mm -hmm. I just kind of saw that like it came in seasons and went. So I was like, oh, cool. Like I was in my season of doing it. Now I'm not. Right. But recently that's, again, I, I, we haven't figured this out. I don't know. This is questions that I'm still having now, but I've been given opportunities to do stuff with people. Good friend, Jaden Cheryl, that mm -hmm. will be on in later episodes. Love Jaden. Oh yeah. Um, but I got the chance to go out with him and he did kind of worship nights for a specific church yeah. as a camp. And that was a life changing experience. Dude, like, what I heard about that was just so cool. Yeah. It, it, it was amazing. Um, do you want me to go into that? Oh, I would love you to okay, go into okay. that. I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's unlike, it's unlike anything, um, before you go in, yeah. um, like I'm, I'm in the season of experiencing new things mm -hmm. with like, with specifically my relationship with Jesus and what yeah. it looks like to follow him. Like, for example, last night we had a worship night here and you know, you know, the, the story, I don't know where it's from in the Bible. I need to get better at reading the Bible. Um, Same here. but, um, I don't know where it is, but David literally dances to God. Like he's just like, he just can't King David. He can't like, he can't contain himself. He's literally yeah. just dancing because of the joy of the Lord. And I experienced that for the first time last night. I literally was just dancing and jumping around and I was like, what is happening? And, um, and it's, oh, where's I going with this? <laughs> um, uh, new experiences. New experiences. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Um, ladies and gentlemen, Jaden. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is, I mean, this is why, um, like, yeah, I'm, I'm in a new season of, of learning new experiences and, um, and just like learning how to worship and all these different techniques of worship and like submitting yourself to, to the Lord. Like even yeah. last night when I was on my knees, it's like, I've seen that happen before, oh, yeah. but, um, like I got on my knees and I didn't feel anything, but when I pictured just kneeling in front of the feet of Jesus and literally just like imagining just like his feet right there, like, like holes from the nails, like standing there, like. It was just like, it was such like a, um, it was such a powerful moment for me of just like, Jesus, like, I want to show you that like, you know, you are above me. Yeah. And I know that you, ex that I also know that you experienced some sort of that kind of worship yes. during that, which is just why I wanted to share. Yeah. Um, but yeah, please go into that. Yeah. So, um, it was like a three day camp, um, and it was a lot more than I was expecting it was going to be. I, mm -hmm. From my understanding, was basically going to roll up. We'd do a rehearsal. We'd start the first session. Wrong. I was basically the crew guy that set up the entire room along with three other dudes as well as the worship. Like, we did a lot more than I was ready for. Yeah. And we had, like, our schedule jam-packed down to, like, 15-minute increments. Like, if we took five minutes too long on something, we had to find five minutes in our schedule to make up for it, which was hmm. not at all what I was anticipating. Um, but... We did this thing an hour before we actually started our first session called Concert of Prayer. He didn't want anybody to be doing anything, didn't want anybody to have to not focus, and it just be a 
an intimate moment, like you and the Lord, like an hour, you can do whatever you want. You can pray, you can walk around the room. And so that's what we did. And I had been, again, I've been around that, but it, this was the first time that it was like, oh, okay, like this is actually something that I'm a part of. It's not something that my parents are doing and I'm just in the room letting it happen. Like, no, like this is, this like I'm in the group of people that are supposed to be doing this kind of thing. Yeah. And I quite literally spent the whole hour just crying uncontrollably, mm -hmm. like just sitting in the presence of the Lord. Again, I have no idea exactly if it was just like a deeper level of intimacy yeah. with him. Um, so we do that. And then everybody's like, oh yeah, we just got free therapy. That's cool. Mm -hmm. so then we go and do our first session. Everything goes good. We go to the second day, kind of same thing. Well, then in the afternoon, the worst, um, the youth pastor comes up and he's like, oh, I was going to do a message, but I think we actually should just keep doing more worship. That's so cool. And you don't hear that a lot. No. Yeah. And we had done a lot of worship already. Like it wasn't like, oh, we've done our 15 minutes. Let's add another five. It was like, no, we've been going for an hour and a half. Like let's do another hour, an hour and a half kind of wow. thing. And so we get doing it. We're going and all this kind of stuff. And, um, the worship leader, Jaden Cheryl, mm -hmm. um, he was like, I don't know if this is going to be weird for some people or if you're going to like or where you're at with your walk. He's like, but we're just going to lay on the floor. And even me, like, I was like, I've never done <laughs> right. this before. Like, are we supposed to be? Do I'm literally like looking around at the band like, are we, is this us? Like, yeah. okay, yeah, we're, we're all doing this. <laughs> are we involved this. with this yeah. right now? My one cue is if the drummer got on the floor, like, okay, then we're all getting on the floor. <laughs> and he sure enough did. I was like, all right, cool. So I put my guitar down. And we all just laid on the floor for 30 minutes. Like, no sound. We didn't put any music on. It just was wow. a dead silent room. But you could just feel such a strong presence. I picked my head up one time. And just, like, the the sight of, like, 40, like, middle schoolers and high schoolers, like, all just, like, laying, not talking. Like, no, everybody was taking the moment so seriously. That's cool. And that was just such an impactful thing. And even leading up to it, while we're doing, you know, a load in and kind of setting up all the gear, like Jaden is overly stressed. Like mm -hmm. he's got timelines and deadlines and stuff. He's got a hit and not like there's things we're running into that aren't working. And like, I can see him kind of get like starting to get overwhelmed. Yeah. And he literally in the middle of it, like, even though we don't have five minutes to spare, he's like, I just need five minutes. So he like, we had worship music going. He like cranks it really loud, sets a five minute timer on his phone and then just lays on the floor. And again, this before doing that moment, I was like, huh, right. Like, I'm not going to like stop him or like, I was just like, I've never seen this before. Like yeah. in this context, I've seen it in worship, but like, right. he's not doing it in work. Like, yes, he is worshiping, but he's in the middle of like working. Right. Like and it's not, it's not in like the normal kind of like, you know, it's not like we're 45 like, minutes yeah. into a spontaneous moment. Right. Like it was just like, he just made the switch. and was like, I'm going to lay on the floor. Yeah. And ever since then, like, that's been such an impactful thing for me. Mm -hmm. I And, like, it's not like I knew what it was. I literally had to Google, like, three or four times, like, what is the biblical meaning of laying in the floor? Yeah. Like, I knew that I felt such a strong presence. Like, again, I lay on the floor. Nine times out of ten, I'm going to be weeping within 60 seconds. But yeah. I was like, I have no idea why I'm doing this. Like, let me look up, like, why right. I'm doing it. But I've just found it so beneficial so many times, like, when I'm starting to feel overwhelmed or... Yeah. Like legitimately like yesterday. I like no no rhyme or reason. I just was like everything is getting on top of me and 
like everything's moving and I don't, I don't know where I'm supposed to be or what I'm supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. I just was like, this is dumb. I know what to do. Laid on the floor for 20 minutes. Yeah. I got up and I was like, I'm fine. Yeah. Like, I'm fine. That's all I needed. Yeah. Just a, like, just. That's cool. Again, still, even, I think that we looked it up the other day, but like the biblical meaning of it was like submission and admiration. Mm-hmm. But I still can't give you like a 30 minute seminar. Like, here's why you should lay on the floor and here's right. the biblical context. I'm like, right. I just know that it leaves an impact. When yeah. I do it, bro, that, that word submission, I used like, I didn't, even today I'm still like, I don't want to be on my knees, like with the whole congregation around yeah. me. Like, I don't, what? I don't want to do that. Um, you know, now obviously it's changed since this week has been super impactful for me, but, um, I just like, I, I never got what it meant to submit. Like when I was growing up in the church, you know, younger, like I'm, I'm 22 now. Yeah. So when I was like, um, gosh. What's your age? <laughs> uh, Jaden's younger than you would think he is. Um, when I was, you know, when I was your age, like, I just thought that was the weirdest thing. Like, really? I was just like, you know, I'm just, I'm literally just standing like this and I'm, I'm, you know, I'm just worshiping. Like, there's, there's nothing else going on. They're playing. I'm just singing, you know, rarely closed my eyes. I thought, I remember the day when I thought closing my eyes was a big deal. I know. Like, me I was too. like, oh, wow. What's happening? Everybody, everybody's looking at me. They know I'm closing I know, my exactly. eyes. And I thought that was like, it's such a big deal. And then, oh, don't even get me started. Like when I raised my first, my oh, first yeah. arm, oh man, biggest deal ever. I was like, whew. I felt like the whole church was like looking at you like, you're raising his hands right? right now. Right. And, and you know, then you get two hands and you're like, what am I doing? Wow. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm all in. Seriously. No turn back. I know. This is what it's all about. But I'm telling you, there's something, I mean, every single time I raise my hand in yeah. worship, like. I'm just so more into it. Like yeah. I'm just so involved, but the difference between your hands up and then kneeling on the ground, there's just something different about it. And that something is you're being submissive. Like that yeah. is such a vulnerable spot. Like someone could come up and just bop. Like, you, <laughs> like you could get, you get hurt in that position. Like you're you have just no so control vulnerable. When you're on the right. You have no control over anything. And, um, you're just, but you're, you're coming for the Lord. You're like, God, like I'm in this position for you. Yeah. I think what's also cool is like, same thing with kneeling and like laying on the ground. Like neither one of us in the moment when we first did it knew what it was. Right. Right. But like your spirit, like in the subconscious, like it's like, no, we know what's going on. Like we know why you're feeling this way, but it's just so cool that you don't have to have the understanding to have the impact. But also when you look at, you know, people worshiping on their knees and as I saw earlier this week, people literally jumping up and down, like going crazy for the Lord. Like, then you start getting in your own head. You're like, is like, is my faith not good enough? Like, are, do they know Jesus more than I do? And is my faith like, like how, you know, how important is my faith compared to them? Like, does Jesus love them more? Because they seem to be way more into, way more into being after him than I am. And it's just, it just starts like this really bad, like, uh, pattern of really comparing yourself to others, which, Mm. you know, comparing yourself to others, um, can be a really bad thing in like multiple different senses, senses. But what I'm talking about right now is yeah, like other people's relationship with the Lord and like faith and what that looks like. And, um, like, uh, I don't know, like I want, I want what that person has. Like I want, I want whatever faith they have. But also, everyone's faith with the Lord is special, and it's yeah, and it's different. 
Right. I think, kind of contrary to your last point, mm-hmm. I think it comparison can be a good thing if you know how to use it and not let it overpower you. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, perfect example, you kind of just proved my point where you saw other people's walk and then you're like, I want that. Like, that's what you have to use comparison for is to look at where, look at other people who are farther than you are and use that as motivation to get you there. Right. It's not so much a like, oh, I'm never going to be able to obtain that or like our faith level is different or the love the Lord has for us is different, but just being like, okay, like I see that you, like you're willing to jump around and do all the stuff and worship. Like I don't like what, what does it look like for me to get there? And like, what, what, what does that, right. that gap look like? Right. And I think all that will ever do is just deepen the relationship more and more, which is probably how they got there as well. Like, absolutely. They probably didn't come out of the womb like, oh yeah, I'm jumping to the Lord <laughs> right. since day one. Like, yeah. and I think that's another important thing to focus on is that like where you're seeing them now is not a, that's not just them naturally. Like that's, it took something to get them there. Mm-hmm. So like wherever you're at, like there is no end, end stopping point. Like where, where you're not spiritual cap. Cause that's probably not a good way to look at it. But like you kneeling on the ground versus him jumping. Like if you look at that, like, Oh, well he's jumping. I'm only, I'm only kneeling. Hmm. Like how, how, like how come I'm not like that? Like, right. He could have been where you were like five years ago and it's mm-hmm. taken him five years to be able to like freely jump. Right. So I think using comparison as a tool to help get you there mm-hmm. and to be like, Oh, I want that. Right. Now, right, how, right. now yeah. how do I go get that? And not letting yeah. it just be a like, Oh, the Lord will do work in my heart. I just have to sit and wait. Cause that's mm. a whole other topic that we could get into. Oh, yeah. Just, yes, you may have gotten a word, but that doesn't mean you can just stop. Right. And wait for it to happen. Oh, man. Oh, man. There's so many yeah, good things we're, we're going to talk about we're with that. we have to get, that on, get into that later. Oh, boy. But I just think that if you can get a, a hold on comparison, yeah. like you can use it for so much more benefit than you can hurt. Yeah, and I agree. I mean, literally our faith is, or our mission is to live how Jesus lived, right? We're literally comparing ourselves to how Jesus You're literally having to compare and then go for that exactly you're, you're literally not that you'll ever hit it. that because we're all human but yep we are imperfect and sinful and nasty <laughs> <laughs> we're evil <laughs> we're evil yeah um yeah that's that's all really good and you know honestly it's kind of on my heart to really just like kind of look at like look at the audience and just like recognize that like there's people watching right now Right. And like, I guess what I want, I guess what I just want to say is like, Jesus, Jesus loves you and he wants a relationship with you and he wants to grow deeper with you. And it's literally the only reason why nothing has changed and nothing is happening is only because of you. And I only know that from personal experience. I mean, can you back me up in that? Like, like, it's not God's fault that you're not close to him. It's your fault. Right. And I'm not trying to go after anybody. Um, I'm literally just sharing from my personal experience of like, I was, you know, I I remember it being in youth group and being like, you know, I'm just waiting for God to reply back. Oh yeah. And that's such a that's such a stupid idea because it's like God is trying to reach you, but you're just put you're not you're not putting any effort. You're like God, please come and enter into my heart, and then it's like okay, 
Like, what, you, what? what are you, what are you doing about that? Yeah. Right. Like one thing that I heard, I went to a Toby Mac concert. Um, man, it's like three weeks ago, almost a month ago now. And Toby Mac is something that really I've never heard before. And I told you this mm-hmm. is that talking to God looks like this. When we pray, that's us talking to God. Right. And, but then when we read scripture, that's like God talking to us. Like, sure, God can speak to us through prayer. Um, we can speak to God, you know, in other ways. And But I just thought that was so interesting. It's like you can't have one or the other without the other. Yeah. Like you can't, you, you need to have both to be able to really develop a really strong connection with God. And like me, I am a terrible reader. Oh, yeah. And I literally can't stand reading and so whenever <laughs> i try and sit down and read the bible i'm like oh lord help me right like i i need help yeah but um i don't know but that's i mean that's just i don't know where i'm going with this it's i mean i'm just really really just passionate about it yeah like i'm even on my own path and i'm trying to figure everything out yeah which i think that's important to show as well too like i i think i get what he's trying to say i don't know if i fully comprehend mm-hmm. all of it i mean i'm, I'm definitely I... relaying this not as good as he did <laughs> i'm just telling, I'm telling you what i took away <laughs> yeah but yeah like i feel like listening to that it can be easy to be like oh well if i'm not reading as much as i'm praying then i'm not i don't have a genuine connection true it, that yeah and that's like, not like, true at I, all. I definitely agree yeah. that like yes everybody probably should be reading more than they are mm-hmm. me 110 percent oh, dude I don't. I, know, I don't even want to talk about it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's embarrassing. But I do. I do see the kind of perspective of like you pray to him, and in order, mm-hmm. I mean, it's kind of going back to like you can't just be like, "Oh God, show yourself," and then right. expect him to do everything. Right. He can, and he will if he wants to. Yeah, I mean, God can do anything. I right? mean, I think even Jen Johnson has a story of when she was a little girl she was outside and there was a street lamp that was off and she was like, God, if you're real, like turn the light on. Mm. And he did. Mm. The light turned on. And I remember hearing that when I was younger and being like, oh, so in order for me to know God's real, that has to be my exact scenario too. Mm. Like I would go to every street lamp, like turn on, turn on. <laughs> no, nope, that one didn't work. All right, this one, turn on, <laughs> turn on. But it's like, that's not how that works. Like, right. And even, and even scripture is like, you know, you should not put the Lord your God to the test. Yeah. Like looking back, I was like, young me, what are you doing? Right. Better what be are you careful doing, with dog? those words. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. No, that's 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 true. Um, and I'm I'm huge on meeting God halfway. Yeah. Like just being like, God, please, you know, search me. And then but and then like, you know, God, I want to know you, but then you're not reading your Bible, you're not praying, you're not setting time aside to go to church, you're not setting time aside to learn about the Lord. Like um, one of my mentor said this to me and hopefully hook him on the podcast. That'd be sick. But, um, he, so he told this to me and it was that, um, it was that God is a relationship and just like any other relationship, um, you need to spend time with that person to learn about them. Like if yeah. you, if you tell me that, let's just take, um, let's take, uh, Jaden Cheryl for ex- as an example, because you know, he's just been a part of this conversation yeah. a couple times now. So if I come to you and I say, you know, Jaden Cheryl said or did this, depending on your relationship with Jaden, you're either going to believe me or not believe me. Yeah. So it's like, if that 
does not sound like Jaden. You're like, no, I know Jaden. I've spent time with Jaden. I've taken the time to put aside my day to spend time with him. I know him. That does not sound like him. But on the other on the other hand, if you haven't taken that time to spend time with Jaden, you'd be like, you would probably believe me. Yeah. Or be like, yeah, I, you know, I guess that, you know, I don't really know him, but I mean, I guess that's true. Like, I don't, it doesn't surprise me. I don't really know him. Same is true with God, right? Dang. Like people can be like, you know, God told me this or God, you know, God said this to me. And if you have a genuine relationship with the Lord, it's like, that doesn't sound like God. And that happened with God, me. God told me we were going to get married, so you have to marry me now. <laughs> ring by spring, please. <laughs> yeah, ring, ring by spring. That's a huge thing. JD's laughing. I've never heard that before. Really? I like that. It's a huge thing. In like Christian college, it's like Christian girls just want to get married. Ring by spring. Ring by spring, baby. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm writing that, that was, down. That was a huge... <laughs> hey, crap, it's spring. Shoot. Oh, no. <laughs> um... But, but you know what I mean? Yeah, no, like, that literally just, you know, that, that, that doesn't sound like him at yeah, all, which is really cool too. Cause I also remember like growing up, I'd always not received prophetic words, but I'd been in that space where like my grandparents were heavily involved in ministry and like they always had prophetic words for people or spoken into them. Hmm. And I always just thought that they were always true. Cause I was like, if you heard from the Lord, like who's going to argue with that? Right. Not having any understanding that like me right now I can think I heard from the Lord and give you a word and if you believe it fully like you could completely derail your entire life oh yeah and me not actually hear, hear correctly from the Lord, right but and so then like when I learned later on like oh you can't take every word and just like run with it and then yeah. I was like holy crap like how do you how do you know the difference but that's a, a really good kind of approach like if you don't know the characteristic of God like then you won't be able to decipher right what is and isn't him. Yeah. It's, you know, it can be really dangerous. Oh yeah. Like that's very scary. Like the idea of someone giving you a prophetic word, like God told me to tell you this, but, and you just don't know enough about God and what he's actually called you to do to be like, Oh really? Like if I hyper-focus on words I've gotten, I'll be doing some very, very specific and intricate things mm -hmm. like day to day that I don't, maybe they are correct. But like, as of right now, like, I'd be like a public speaker. Right. Which doesn't really seem like something I'm going to do, but... That would be insane. Yeah. I'd love to see it. <laughs> um, yeah, I was just I was just thinking about, like, if someone came up to me and was just like, you're going to be a you know travel agent. It's like, you're not right. going to do podcasting. And it's just like... Like, if you don't no, know... No, like, I actually, I actually, you know, have spoken with God. I've actually, like, spent time with the Lord. I have prayed about this for such a long time. And... I know that this is what God has for me. Yeah. Like this is what God wants me to do. And you know, if I mean, I don't, I don't want to completely like block out people from like giving me prophetic words, but it's like, I, there's a part of me that wants to be like, if it's not like if, if God does not, um, what, what am I trying to say here? If I'm going to walk away from podcasting, God's going to be the one to push, to tell me to walk away from it. It's not going to be from someone else. But then again, I don't want to, I don't want to like block out someone who's like, God's actually trying to work through to get to me. Right. Yeah. I mean, so I think it's, it's interesting. I think in those scenarios, you kind of have to like lean on Holy spirit as mm. well with that. Like, yeah. yeah, you can get a million words and like take them, be like, thank you. Like, I appreciate you being willing to share. Yeah. Hopefully they're not 
too persistent when they give it to you. Be like, so what are you going to do about it? Like, I'm going to sit. I'm going to think about it. I'm going to pray about it. Right. And whatever the Holy Spirit reveals to me about what this means, mm-hmm. I will act on that. Right. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, <sighs> how long has it been? Like 45 minutes? Around that time, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Um, I'm totally fine with ending it here. Um, but if there's anything that's on your heart that you think the Lord wants you to share, please share. If not, you know, you'll be on next time. Um, but, but, but before, before I go, or before we go, (laughs) I say, I, I'm so selfish. Um, (laughs) I do want to, um, just kind of just shout out, um, the social media just so they, just so anyone who's listening can find not only the center podcast, um, social media, but also your, your social media as well. Cause you're doing cool things. And, um, I'm going to be honest, my account's private and I'm probably not going to accept too many, <laughs> but go for it. Hey, it's the thought that counts. It's the, no, not the thought that counts. Uh, what am I trying to say? Just give it I a try. Know. No, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Um, uh, if, and, so if there's, if there's anyone listening that wants to learn more, um, Centered Podcast Official on Instagram is where I'm going to post a lot. Um, also, my personal, um, Garth Wheeler Official, that is where I post a lot of great um, content about just like tips about how to get closer to God and um, really just, um, I mean, I'm trying to grow as a man in my Christian life and I just, I want to help other people in that area, not just men, but everyone. Um, and so... Yeah, I mean that's pretty much all I have. But Jaden, thank you so much for coming oh, on the for first podcast. Me. This is the pilot episode. I can't even believe it. Like I know. this was the pilot episode, and now it's coming to an end. I I stressed about this for nothing. This is uh, fun. Yeah, I'm excited to keep doing Super this. Super enjoyable. Um, and yeah, I'm excited to have you back on. I'm excited to be back on. All right. Yeah, baby. And that's the end. <laughs>